Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Say Hey Podcast. Before we talk about our favorite team for the next 15 minutes, there's something I actually need to say. In light of what's been happening over the past week with Trevor Bauer, I felt as though I needed to make sure you all knew where I stood with the whole situation. If Trevor Bauer is guilty of the charges he's being accused of, then I need you all to know that I no longer respect the type of human he is, and I absolutely do not condone the things he chooses to do outside of baseball. If you don't know what I'm referring to, then I encourage you to do your own research, for I'm not going to explain in detail what's been unfolding over the course of this past week. I particularly felt the need to come on the show to say this because in the past, I devoted an entire episode explaining why I felt Trevor Bauer is good for the game of baseball. However, my feelings toward him have changed, and I am done trying to defend his quote-unquote controversial character and personality in the game of baseball. The last thing I will say is that any form of sexual assault to any person is completely unacceptable and is something that should be dealt with harsh consequences. There is absolutely no room or excuse for that type of behavior in this world, and that is something I will always stand by. All right, now that you all know where I stand, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode of the Say Hey Podcast. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Say Hey Podcast. You are now officially listening to episode 55. That's pretty crazy. Half of 105. Whoops, that's not correct math, nor is it relevant for this podcast. Moving on. I'm your host today, James Donahue, as I am for every show, so hopefully that's not a deal breaker for you. And man, oh man, who knew a four-game losing streak could be so detrimental to one's mental health? Am I right? Now, I agree with you. Completely. Life sucks right now. The Giants couldn't buy a win even if they wanted to. But you know what? In the midst of all this losing, I kind of had a realization to myself. If you think about it, the Giants, the front office, the management, Gabe Kapler, Farhan Zaidi, Scott Harris, and all the veterans on this team who have been balling out this year, they've established quite the winning culture that we haven't seen since, I don't know, maybe 2016. That was the last time they made the playoffs. But even then, way back then, the winning culture wasn't the same as it is right now. The fact that we aren't okay with a four-game losing streak actually says a lot because four-game losing streaks happen quite frequently in the game of baseball. So the fact that this is our first taste of the season of some kind of you know extended losing streak as Giants fans... The most important thing that this tells me is that the Giants are winning. The second thing is that they have definitely established a winning culture. They are no longer complacent with being the oldest team in baseball and just, you know, going through the motions until the top prospects come up and then they can compete. No, they've established a winning culture. They're trying to win the whole thing, no matter who's on the roster and no matter who's healthy, no matter what age. And something also tells me that this four-game losing streak is going to end tonight during the Game 2 of this series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. I mean, it should. We shouldn't have even lost last night. Anyways, I'll get into all of it. But before I do, everyone, I just want to take a moment to say thank you so much for your love and support of this podcast. If you're here today for the first time, thank you. Welcome. I hope you like Giants baseball because that's the only thing I talk about, unfortunately. 
And if you do like Giants baseball and, and you're in the right place, then stay a while. Hopefully you hear something that you enjoy, something that maybe you didn't know, or maybe something that just makes you a little more informed than you were before you listened. Anyways, folks, you can find the Say Hey podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast, and you can leave a rating and a review if you feel so inclined. All right, there we go. The ad's over. You can unplug your ears. Let's go ahead and dive right into this episode and talk about our team, the San Francisco Giants. So the Giants took two out of three against the A's, but then unfortunately, the Dodgers took two away from the Giants right after that. Yikes. Things are getting a little more tight here in the division race, but at this very moment, there is still nothing to worry about, in my opinion. As of right now, the Giants still hold the first place mantle, but only maintain a half a game lead over the Dodgers and two and a half games over the Padres. But like I said, I'm still not worried, and here's why. Let's first start with the Giants' bullpen. That's right. What is usually the most apparent eyesore of this team has recently been the most successful aspect, in my opinion. Over the last three games, the Giants... That's right, three games, including the two games in LA against the Dodgers. The Giants' bullpen has pitched a total of nine innings and has failed to surrender a single run during that time. Even though the starting pitching may have struggled against the Dodgers... One thing that's for sure is the bullpen had no problems against them, nor did they face any struggles last night during the first game of this four-game series against the Diamondbacks, which is fantastic because if your bullpen can shut down opposing hitters for, you know, two, three, maybe even four innings, that gives your team plenty of time to inflict pain to the other team offensively, of course. Another reason why I'm not worried about this four-game rut is because of the scoring opportunities that the Giants are creating. During the first game of the two-game series in LA, the Giants generated 13 different opportunities to score with runners on base. The only bad thing about that is that they went 0 for 13 with those opportunities. Yeah, yikes, disgusting. However, I'm choosing to look at this as a positive. Glass half full. I seldom hear teams creating 13 different opportunities to score against the Dodgers with runner on base. That's just something I don't hear about from other teams doing. And since the Giants were able to do that, that tells me the offense is still doing all the right things. They're creating opportunities. I feel like it it would be different if they weren't getting runners on base um, or they were just going 0 for their last 23 in general. Throughout this series, all the Giants were missing were a couple of big hits to drive in some runs because both of these games against the Dodgers were extremely close. The first game, they lost 3-2, and the second game featured a final score of 3-1. The Giants are not far off from their division rivals, and to be fair, the Giants have, you know, been hit hard with injuries, with Longoria still spending time on the DL, and with Belt also making a few trips on and off the injured list, you know, without making any excuses for the Giants, I will say that things might have been different if they were a fully healthy team. And lastly, the final reason why I think this four-game losing streak will cease to continue is because the Giants are replacing some right-handed bats. Let's start with the first one. Mauricio Dubon has been officially sent down to AAA. Crazy, I know. And like Matt Whistler, this move shows me that the Giants are taking this season very seriously. Especially since because during this offseason, the Giants went to Dubon and they were like, hey man, we love you. We want you to be a utility player, you know, just because we like your bat. But something we need you to do is to gain muscle. They've invested a lot of time in trying to, you know, generate Dubon's full potential. They want him to add strength. They want him to add muscle. They want him to add versatility. You know, they've been investing a lot of time since they traded for him. 
And the fact that they're now, you know, sending that investment down to AAA means that the Giants aren't messing around anymore. Dubon was not doing well over these past few games. And, you know, let me just say, I'm not saying Dubon's a bad player by any means. Absolutely not. You know, I have a soft spot for Dubon. I think we all do. We would all love for him to, you know, excel in a big way. But the fact is, you know, he just wasn't putting things together at the big league level. So, you know, send him down. Take the pressure off of him. Let him just, you know, get back on track. I like the move, especially because the Giants, in replacement, brought up a player named Tyro Estrada. I don't... Tyro? I don't know how to pronounce the first name. T-H-A-I-R-O. It says Tyro on paper, but that's definitely not... I know I'm saying it wrong. Anyways, if we look at Estrada's numbers in AAA, we might be pleasantly surprised. In 37 AAA games this year... He's hit seven home runs, 33 RBIs, and has produced a 385 batting average. That's amazing. That's the type of production that we all want to see out of someone who's, again, also a utility player. He can play the infield, and he can also play the outfield, and he's a right-handed bat. I like the move. You know, switch out someone who's struggling for someone that's on fire right now, and I'm excited to see what he can bring to this team. The Giants also made another move. Mike Talkman, he lands on the 10-day DL with a left knee sprain. And as a result of that, the Giants have recalled Jalen Davis from AAA. Now, if you don't know Jalen Davis, he's a right-handed hitter. He's 26 years old. He's been in the system, and by the system, I mean the Giants organization, for a few years now. And so far this year in AAA, he's hit seven home runs and has produced a 316 batting average in 14 games. In 2019, Davis hit 35 home runs in the minors, which is probably why the Giants went out and traded for him that year. Davis has always had insane power potential, but his Achilles heel recently has been the strikeouts. We saw Jalen Davis at the start of the 2020 season last year, but unfortunately, he did not play well enough to maintain a spot on the 40-man roster, so he was sent down again. If Davis can supply power, you know, that would be great. That's awesome. But, you know, honestly, at this point, I would just appreciate another right-handed batter who's consistent. The Giants already lead the league in home runs, so that's not a priority at this point. In my opinion, the priority should always be consistency, which has been scarce from the right side of the plate. Because if we look at the left side of the plate, we'll find Steven Duggar, who has produced a 316 batting average over his past six games, but who has also produced a 324 batting average in the month of June. Another player who is swinging the bat well on the left side is Lamont Wade Jr. Specifically, Wade has produced a 298 batting average over the course of his last eight games and seemed to be the only source of offense against the Dodgers. And another left-handed bat who is refusing to slow down is Brandon Crawford. He hit his 17th home run against the Dodgers. However, one thing the Giants have needed more lately, in my opinion, is production from the right side of the plate. Let's go ahead and, you know, break down the right-handed bats that are on the roster. Starting with Wilmer Flores. He's produced a 358 batting average over his past 16 games with three doubles and five home runs, including one last night, and has only struck out three times over his last 56 plate appearances. Amazing. We love that. The Giants also have Donovan Solano, of course, who, you know, hasn't really been the Donovan Solano of 2020, but recently he's been heating up a little bit. He's produced a 294 batting average during his last nine games. But other than these two batters and Buster Posey, the production from the right side has been scarce, as I've tr been trying to explain, which is why I'm happy to see the Giants make moves with Tyro Estrada and Jalen Davis. If those guys can help provide any form of success, then this team will, will be that much better and that much more equipped against left-handed pitching, because we are in a state of emergency when it comes to right-handed hitters. 
Austin Slater, struggling. Mauricio Dubon, struggling. Got sent down. Darren Ruff, struggling. Kirk Casale, awesome. He got the game-winning hit versus the A's in extra innings, but overall, struggling. So I would say that this should be a primary focus for the team right now is trying to establish production from the right side of the plate. All right, so we've talked about how much life sucks because of a four-game losing streak, and we've talked about things that are going wrong. In my opinion, this is, you know, a good time to put a little perspective on the Giants' season right now. The Giants still rank third in the National League in runs, and they rank second in OPS. That's amazing, okay? They are tied for the MLB lead in homers. Oh, and they also still have the best record in all of baseball. There we go. See, don't you feel a little better now? I agree with you. Four-game losing streaks definitely are not ideal, but the fact of the matter is the season is not over. In fact, it is far from over in my opinion. Because remember, I just talked about it. They are generating opportunities to score with runners in scoring position. The bullpen has been kick-ass lately. And they've added young right-handed bats who can hopefully add production from the right side of the plate, okay? Adjustments are being made. And the truth of the matter is that the Giants will not continue to lose. It's just not possible. This team is not built that way. Trust me, the Giants will win again. I cannot stress that enough. Even though it doesn't seem like it, it's going to happen. I promise. All right, everyone, the last thing I will say, I'm going to give you an update on Brandon Belt, okay? He got a third opinion on his knee. He's gotten three opinions from three different doctors, and all three have confirmed that rehab is the preferred course of action over surgery. Thank God, okay? This is amazing. The Giants don't have an exact timeline, but this news is most definitely encouraging because let's just say he does have surgery. Belt would be out at least 8 to 12 weeks, all right, that, that's exactly what we didn't want. And the fact that, you know, three different doctors are suggesting not to do that is extremely encouraging. He's definitely going to still miss some time. Like I just said, the Giants don't have an exact timetable for him, but at least it's not surgery. So that's, that's awesome. All right, everyone, like always, thank you so much for the love and support of the show. The Giants take on the Diamondbacks again tonight for the rest of this four-game series in Arizona. And come on, like, what, what do you say? Let's get a win here, all right? You know what? Let's get a three-game win streak. Let's break the curse. I'm, I'm proclaiming it now. The Giants will win not only tonight, but they're also going to win the next two games. They need it. We need it for our mental sanity. And I think it's going to happen because, you know, the Diamondbacks kind of suck ass. All right, everyone, that's going to be all for today's show of the Say Hey Podcast. Thank you so much for your love and support. Again, you can find the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And like always, you can leave a rating and a review if you feel so inclined. But at the end of the day, I'm just happy that you showed up here. Folks, like always, remember to stay safe out there in this crazy world. Remember to be smart. But most importantly, go Giants.